0: Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. It's quite late on, on Thursday the 6th of July, and that's because I've been waiting for an announcement. And that announcement concerns Britain's second biggest airport, that's London Gatwick, and it has formally applied for a development consent order, um, putting that into the planning inspectorate for permission to shift the current standby runway 12 metres to the north. Why would they be doing that? Well, bluntly, because they think they can become a two-runway airport on the cheap. And they're probably right. What they aim to do is really to extract more capacity from what is currently the busiest single runway airport in the world. Now, they do amazing things. If, you've, if you're if you a passenger at Gatwick, it's really quite exciting. You're waiting there to take off. So get a seat on the left-hand side. Normally, that's where the aircraft are coming in from, uh, from, from the east. And you will see the lights of an aircraft um, coming in to land. And then the pilot of your plane will turn on to the runway and take off. And, and as soon as she or he has got the aircraft off the ground, well, then it's the time for turn for another one to land and so on. They get extraordinary capacity out of it. But there are limits. Um, 281,000 movements in the year 2019. Um, and the aim is effectively to have a second runway, which will only be used for takeoffs. Um, But it will allow the airport to have more capacity and crucially more resilience because you will be aware, as I am, that whenever anything goes wrong at Gatwick Airport, things start to unravel pretty quickly because there is simply no capacity in the system. Same thing at Heathrow, the busiest two runway airport in the world now the clever thing is that because there is this standby runway which by the way was created in 1979 uh, when they thought oh we've got a taxiway here we can convert that into a spare runway we can use that in emergencies and also if we're doing um, work on the main runway we can use it i've landed and taken off from there once or twice it's quite fun particularly the landing because you think hang on we're, we're coming in um, very close to the um, office block in the south terminal Um, Anyway, of course, uh, environmental campaigners are outraged. When the consultation opened into this, the Green Party estimated that the plans could result in 1.5 million extra tonnes of carbon dioxide being emitted every year. The Green Party MP Caroline Lucas said it was completely incompatible with the UK's climate targets. But... The airport says, well, no, we are going to become a net zero airport by the end of the decade, uh, which is quite um, uh, remarkable, given that they are um, (laughs) effectively in a it, yeah, In a place where they are um, looking to expand so much, but that's what they say. And they also say UK aviation as a whole going to be net zero by 2050. Uh, we shall see about that. Anyway, the idea that um, this is going to be happening was put out to consultation. Um, the airport says 78% of people are very happy about it. It's going to bring, they say, a 1 billion Pound annual benefit to the region because you'll have all those um, extra flights uh, going in and arriving and that they say is good but obviously for um, the uh, people who live around there it might not be good at all and so the airport is um, uh, putting in quite a lot uh, it would say of mitigation in the form of um, uh, planning uh, um, of uh Doing uh, noise mitigation, and they think that um, well, to quote the boss Stuart Wingate, our plans are both environmentally and economically um, robust. Well, again, we will see about that. Um, at the moment, of course, Heath Rose. Planned expansion has stalled. You might remember this whole thing. We had 2015. It was eight years ago. I think it was almost to this week. We got finally um, this report saying, "Yep, you've got to expand um, Heathrow." We then had the um, entertaining sight of a vote on Parliament in Parliament, in which um, Boris Johnson, who at the time I think was Foreign Secretary, wasn't there to vote with the government on this. Um, and that was because he was in Afghanistan conveniently because the um uh it, it was um uh, effectively um something which he said he would lie down um against the uh bulldozers if it ever came to pass anyway um it certainly uh, hasn't yet come to pass, and the Gatwick people say, Well, we can do the whole thing much more cheaply. We're not even going to go outside the airport perimeters, a little bit around the edges, because they'll be having to improve the uh, surface transport links, obviously, because it's going to cause um, a kerfuffle in terms of increasing the number of passengers going through. But overall, um, Gatwick is very chipper about this. It's you know, half a billion pounds that's just a fraction of well what the uh, plan is at um, heathrow well you can almost pick your pluck any figure you like from the air but um uh, you know, 20 30 40 times as much um but that that has um, kind of stopped during the covid pandemic but heathrow says it is still very keen to do well Nothing is going to happen until 2025 at the earliest when the building might start and it won't be until the end of the decade, maybe 2029, that you will actually be seeing any benefit or if you're an environmentalist, disbenefit from this. Anyway, glad to bring you the latest breaking news on Gatwick and thank you very much indeed for listening. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Goodbye.